0: Welcome to the session, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on your favorite podcast. I know it's your favorite. I can tell by the look on your face. I see you there in your car driving. I know it's creepy, but I see you there. I'm your host, Justin Crosley, and we are here with my very good friends from Liquid Gravity Brewing Company. They've joined me here at the Hop Grenade. I joined them at their place last weekend because we're doing a release party for their Welcome to California collaboration series. It's Brendan and Celeste Goff in the studio with us. Hi guys. Hello, hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. I kind of okay. I'm going to be honest with our audience for a second if I can. I feel like <laughs> we've been Uh-oh. drunk. I feel like we've been drunk for 10 Uh-oh. days. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like these release parties, they can take their toll on you. Yeah. Um for example I fell on my face <laughs> you, at, you,
1: if you will I you faced, faced. You I, faced. I, I
0: fully faced at the uh, you guys weren't there but I was in the cul-de-sac of the Liquid Gravity Brewery um you know just trying to have a good time and um I did one of those things where uh you know when you're running and you you start to get top heavy right you start to fall forward but you keep running like yeah. cuz you're going to catch yourself yeah. but you can't yeah. And you end up looking like the, the guy at the car dealership with the air <laughs> flowing through him. The, the, <laughs> and you fall. And anyway, you eventually land on your face. Yeah. And that happened to me at the- The at tall the, person o- thing. At the official release party of this, uh, of this beer that we're doing.
1: Hey, you got faced. I
0: there's, got there's faced. no doubt about it. Um, but anyway, I recovered mostly. My hand's still all jacked up. I thought, um, I
1: thought we were going to make up a story, though, for your, uh, the people who worked here.
0: I wanted to make up a cool story but I'm not good at yeah. like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like you're like I faced that's what happened.
0: I mean like right when I walked in the door, I come home on the on the Monday or something, I walk in the door and I think it's Bridget, someone who works for me, it goes, "Yeah, what's wrong with you? What happened?" <laughs> and I thought I was prepared. I thought I would make <laughs> Hat, yeah. and I just and she's just looking at me and I cut I was
1: like I fell and I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier to just do that though and deal with the shame of that yeah. and to remember whatever bullshit story you But I think if you throw with, in that you were playing with the puppies, then I mean, it, softens, it kind it of softens, softens the... it a little bit, yeah. I
0: guess that's true. I was trying to exercise the puppies at 2am after being out with you guys all day. Yeah. To, at our local dive bar, yeah. I was trying to do them a solid, really. I, I did it for the dogs. Um For the children. They're not even my dogs. I just was trying to exercise somebody else's fucking dogs. But that's what kind of guy some I are, is. he is. Some looks at random.
1: You. Some random's <laughs> dog.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, it went great. Um so there was that. Uh but the uh, let me let me do some business first, I guess, then we can tell you the rest. It was a great release party down at Liquid Gravity and today we're going to be talking about uh the four collaboration beers that they did and and why this release party happen at all first I'd like to thank our sponsor more beer you can go to morebeer.com and check them out they've been my sponsor since uh, actually uh, day ne- negative one they, they've been <laughs> they've been here forever they don't mind that I'm a drunken idiot sometimes uh, after all these years uh, they still believe in me for some reason. <laughs> I feel like they're like my mother, like they have that
1: kind of love for me. Uh, So you can go to (laughs) more They're they're just so committed that at this point they're along for the ride, good or bad, like whatever, man.
0: We're in it to win it now. Check out their Comos line of awesome things. I have a Comos kegerator in my RV, which often has a liquid gravity keg in it. Sometimes it has a Twenty First Amendment keg in it. Uh, Right now, it has a Faction keg of Penske Pale Ale in it um check out that comos line of kegerators, uh, also their jockey boxes also their uh uh keg couplers uh, you name it comos kills it and you can get all of that at morebeer.com, dot com our wonderful uh, our wonderful-er. our most wonderfuller
1: <laughs> <laughs> our wonderful spots <sponsor. laughs> Yeah, we did. We definitely did not start the day off with mimosas <laughs> and a Bloody Mary. <laughs> I
0: don't know whose idea it was to invite you guys up a day early. <laughs> yeah, don't. so these two come in yesterday and we did we go to a tattoo convention because that's what you do. Uh, where Brendan and I, by the way, I tried to make it happen tonight, but uh, everyone's at this tattoo convention apparently. Brendan and I agreed. <laughs> To get each other's logos... On our face. Tattooed to each other. We, not, we on the out. No, no. not on the face. Not on the face. Celeste was like, just not on not the face. Not on the face. <laughs> So Brennan has a cool Ruin liquid Network gravity. I'm going right to get a,
1: a teardrop, but it's going to be the hop grenade. Hop <laughs> grenade!
0: <laughs> so if a normal teardrop means you like whacked somebody out, what does a hop grenade teardrop mean you did? That you also whacked somebody. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a different, yeah. I think it means you faced. Yeah, you faced. You, you you faced. faced. It means you faced. Yeah. <laughs> At least once. Yeah. Uh, so we, you, uh, liquid gravity has a cool hop uh, logo, and I agreed to get that tattooed to my body. And Brendan said, "All right, then I'll get the hop grenade." Amen. So at some later date, and I think I still think we should do it on the air. Um, Absolutely, we'll get a tattoo artist in here to do that. I tried to make it happen tonight, but they just—they're they're all at this convention apparently. Um, Week, yeah. <laughs> the tattoo convention was cool. It was cool. <laughs> uh, there are parts of it. There are times, though, that is a little. It's a little ghetto, right? <laughs> a little ghetto,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think it might have been the. Place that we were in—that was the well, the, part the, the of cow it. palace. The cow palace does set the stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. You, I think you could have put it at the Ritz-Carlton. It's it's still going to have <laughs> a little bit. No, I... uh but yeah,
0: yeah. I see what you mean.
1: <laughs> it's still going to have its own little like feel to it. Yeah. But you know, it's just you set the stage at the Cow Palace, and it just it yeah. delivers on all fronts.
0: And I have this weird like love and respect for the Cow Palace too, because it's like the OG San Francisco venue. And I think they still do concerts there every now and then, but it's not like a, it's never like a big touring (laughs) act, right? It's, it's like a medium
1: touring act. Somebody big enough to fill up the cow Palace, but but like, that's going to bring a crowd that might fuck shit up, like where you don't want them somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's a tattoo convention or it's a gun show. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm pretty
0: sure that last week it was probably the gun show. And then anyway, uh, so good times there, but then we hung out all night and then we did a little brewery hopping today. Uh, we went to our friends brewery uh, at ghost town uh and, and Ryan's here hanging out with us today we went to your laurel uh, spot your new beer garden in oakland which is incredible by it's the way it's so cool it uh, is. so i it's a concept that i really like where it's where everything's outdoors like obviously beer garden but you know you you do like some containers you know you're you're basically recycling shipping containers to use uh as different parts of of the uh effect and I, it's a concept I've been wanting to do myself for a while. So I'm a little jealous. I'm going to admit. But you guys are like Oakland's your spot. And you you open it just kind of across town in
1: Oakland. I hadn't been there yet. We went today. I loved it. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Amazing uh, I, staff. Amazing staff. Amazing beer. And I'm just going to throw this out there. The coolest sign in the beer game. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this old school, like. It Art is. Deco
0: diner sign yeah. that actually has a rotating, rotating. feature. Yeah, like just so cool. think of like a 60s, even 50s like sign. We, you know, where it rotates, usually it would say like, I don't know, beef jerky or something yeah. or like milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what. But now it says Ghost Town, which is super cool. Uh look for pictures of it. If you Google right now ghost town brewing. And probably Laurel, or even if you just do Ghost Town Brewing, you're going to see this. I-, I googled it today, yeah. And the first thing that came up was the sign. Well,
1: and you got to think these are, you know, some of the coolest guys making some of the best beer in the in the state here, and yeah. we're talking about their sign, so it's totally, <laughs> that's, yeah. how, that's, that's how, how cool it is. Is. Yeah. that's how cool yeah. it is. that's how cool it is. So we went there.
0: Uh, we went to my friend Andy's Brewery, uh, Original Pattern. Beers were I- great. I, there I wanted you. you to go and-, and check. I know you've had the beer before, mm-hmm. but I-, I wanted you guys to check that out. So. Anyway, yeah, and then we land here at the Hop Grenade for our release event, and like I said, I feel like we've been drunk for 10 days. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's just kind of how that's, it is. Yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at it. as well. All right, you can support the show and, and, our, and our activities that I've just described to you uh, <laughs> by donating. Just hit the uh, donate button on our homepage, and a lot of you have been doing that for so long and so many years, and I, th- I think I said it last week on last week's show, you have no idea how far that goes and how much you've helped me and my career, and keeping this show alive. So thank you all for doing that, and you can still do it by hitting the donate button. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. You can do your Amazon shopping like you normally do. Just click the Amazon link on our homepage, and then just like shop away. You all shop at Amazon. I don't trust anybody who doesn't shop at Amazon. (laughs) I also don't trust anybody who shops at Amazon. Uh, (laughs) But you can click the Amazon link, and then uh, that helps us out too, so you don't even have to spend any extra cash. Um, you can also support our sponsors like the folks at More Beer and just let them know uh, where you heard about them. And, th- and that really helps, too. So there's tons of ways to support us. You can send feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. We love to hear from you. And uh, I'll often read it on the air, uh, even, whether it's good or bad. You could tell me I suck. That's fine. <laughs> Those are the ones I tend to enjoy more.
1: Um, You're going to get a bunch of uh, people emailing that they, too, have faced.
0: (laughs) Tell me a story about how you have faced. And if you don't know the definition, if you faced, you already know the definition. You just know. You know, it's when you catch yourself with your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's never. never there we I thought I, I thought those years were behind me too. By the way, and then I go hang out with these assholes, and uh, I find out that those years aren't behind me. <laughs> All right, let's dive right into the beer. Um, so the the collaboration that Liquid Gravity put together uh, a year ago. So this is the second time you've done it, It's called mm. Welcome to California. And it's a collaboration between Liquid Gravity Brewing Company out of uh, San Luis Obispo and four of uh, breweries of your choice. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. what was the idea b- behind it? Just to just to brew beer with
1: your friends, or I mean, I I, I love collaborating with with you know friends that I've made in the industry and. Whether regardless of where it is, making that trip, or you go travel and kind of just hang out for the day and talk shop, and like I love that part of it. Um, I although I th- I believe this idea was either Monica or Celeste's um, because it also it's a lot of extra work, um, yeah. and I don't think I would have come up with an idea that was going to create a bunch of like extra work necessarily for me. Yeah, even like, though
0: that sounds like Monica, then
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, that's true. It Sounds like Monica. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it. it I think, you know, cause it was, uh, last year we had tied it in with California craft beer week. And so the whole kind of concept was, um, to pick, you know, four breweries that, that, that we're friends with, that we respect that are making awesome beer. Um, and that we just wanted to hang out with and get them, you know, when this, I think last year when we did it, it was kind of like, right. in one of the like COVID like windows where it was kind of okay to move, but you couldn't like, they were still not encouraging hanging out. Hmm. And so we did, we had done most of them kind of virtual off. Uh, I think, uh, one of the collaborators stopped through on the way, uh, somewhere else. Um, but you know, the concept behind it was to really pick four breweries that you could be able to showcase, you know, cause our distribution goes up, up here to the Bay area, yep. uh, goes out to the Valley and we don't, you know, send a ton of beer anywhere, but we cast our net wide and try to get in the best beer spots. You don't leave California, right? Uh, we do a little bit. Um, we send some beer to Arizona and Oregon, kind of periodically. Okay. Uh, we have like, you know, uh, I think one outlet channel in each of those states. Okay. I think we'll get a pallet or two here and there. Got it. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, really to like focus not only on um you know like the just the individual breweries that you would typically collab with, but to sort of this showcase of California. Yeah. And so even geographically, you know, try to pick. You know, a couple from down south, a couple from up north, um, you know, and, uh, you know, last year's was was great. Uh, and so we the, the biggest pain in the butt with the whole thing is hand mixing the four packs, though. I see. When it's done. Yeah. After yeah. the beers are brewed and and uh, I've talked about,
0: about uh, with other brewers, too. Like, mm-hmm. OK, the variety pack, right, mm-hmm. for for larger breweries is like a hugely successful thing. And at first, when they started doing that, they had to hand variety pack. And now you can spend two million dollars on a bottling line that will do your variety pack. But you guys didn't do that. You have to. You have to hand four pack. Uh, yeah. Oh. I'm watching, by the way, a time lapse video of it right now. <laughs> it's intense. It's exhausting. Is yeah. what it is.
1: Uh, well, and I. It's funny. Uh, at some point this year, the only. Not the only, but but one of the reasons I like agreed to do it because it was so much work. is I thought we weren't going to hand mix the four packs. Okay, and uh, and we got like after the beers are brewed, you know, we we can them all off, you know, individual, and then I start talking with Monica. She goes, "What do you mean we're not going to hand mix them?" And yeah. I go, "I thought we had talked th- about that we would just send them out. Like you've got to buy four cases, yeah, and just when let that's the retailers real t- last yeah. year,
0: I think I'm pretty sure last year that's what we did, and we hand mixed them for you." But we, we don't, don't buy that many cases either. Yeah. We don't
1: move a lot of cans here. But either either way, Mono, you know, it was like, well, they have all they've all been promised to the accounts as pre four packs. I, I like, see. Whoops. Okay. And, so and is honestly, that a day?
0: In, like one day of labor basically? It was
1: it was a full day, yeah. eight hour day with like five or So day five day p. one, yeah. which yeah. was Tuesday.
0: Day one, which was Tuesday, uh, we did two of the beers. Wednesday we did the last two and then on Thursday was the day that we put them all out and hand you pick up your pack tech yeah and there's four pallets and you walk by each one and hope that you don't accidentally grab the wrong <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow uh, there
0: was there was Hurt this just backs, very hands hurt up. wrists, yeah. fingers were hurting. It, it's a long but day.
1: Honestly, I'm super glad that we did that again because I, I, and and I'm and I'm willing to to go ahead and just sign on to do the same thing next year. Yeah, uh, j- the exact same way in the mixed four four pack because I like it is so cool to even just like yeah. see them on the shelf with all of these breweries in the same four pack.
0: And it's the point of doing
1: it it's the point breweries, of breweries. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay,
0: absolutely. so the beer we have in our glass right now is the beer that you did with Humble C. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of santa cruz and i chose this one to start because it's my favorite beer style it's a pale ale and it's a nice like It's this is a west coast american pale ale right it's not an english pale ale this is a dry hoppy american pale ale which is my favorite if our mutual friend tasty were here it'd be the beer he's drinking right Ab- absolutely yeah. yeah yeah
1: so tell me about the beer yeah i mean yeah, I'm, and i'm with you i'm out uh, that five and a half percent like you know, very hop forward. Um, you know, but uh but it's a beer that that presents with a little bit more balance than a session IPA. Uh where a session IPA yeah. is, you know, it's maybe four four and a half percent and it's like it's hopped legitimately like an IPA. Yeah. But typically I don't like those beers. Yeah. Um they taste like hop tea, they're astringent. Uh they're really they don't have and I, I don't really like the word balance for hoppy beers because I'm not looking for like malt hop balance, but I'm it's looking really for accurate. flavor balance, right? Okay. And for mouthfeel to work, to be integrated with the rest of the beer. And like everything should work harmoniously, but it doesn't, It I, I just don't like the word balance because people always kind of assume that, oh, you balance hops with malt. It's like, no, 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 no. Like just the flavors have to all work. Everything has to kind of be put together well and work together. Yeah. And so uh, we're typically with pale ales that we make... Uh, we will we will put a little more malt in them than we would our IPAs. Where our IPAs are, you know, bone dry. It's two row or Pilsner malt, um, some corn sugar to dry it out, um, and like you, that's it. Maybe there's a little sprinkle of something here and there, but that's how we approach IPAs. Um, so for our our pale ales that we make, uh, we we typically have. You know, a little bit of Vienna malt in there and a little bit of crystal malt, you know, which we we don't usually put in our IPAs uh, and some flaked wheat or, um, you know, caro or something to to fill that void that is uh, missing from, you know, not having the alcohol be there. Yeah. Um, So with and that's how I've always kind of approached this style. So, yeah, for this beer, uh, when I I talked to to Nick at Humble Sea, you know, the approach was really to make something leaner and lighter in color and body, two-row Pilsner malt, and to really have that explosive hop character. Um, And so, uh, you know, we approached the softening um, or the, you know, the balancing or the the sort of having those flavors meet together um, with like water chemistry. So it was much heavier on the calcium chloride side than Mm. the gypsum side um also keeping the you know we cool down the, the calcium chloride makes it softer is that what you're saying yeah i think yeah i think you that get hop character but without hot like as much hot bitterness is that kind of what you're saying yeah i've always looked at calcium chloride and gypsum sort of as like salt and pepper okay um where you know salt sort of rounds stuff out i think calcium chloride sort of rounds stuff out in that same way it rounds it out sort of enhances the uh the sweetness of the beer um, and I think in a beer that's five and a half percent that doesn't have any other real specialty malt, uh, yeah. we did put some caro in it, uh, but it, it helps soften the presentation and kind of fill the void a little bit um, where, you know, some of the beers that we often make in this, in the same style, we'll use a little touch of malt or wheat flakes or something else. And we kind of tried to approach it with the water chemistry here mm-hmm. and uh, to let the um, base, you know, the, the, the beer itself remain very, very simple on the malt side to really let the hops uh, be expressed the way we wanted them to, but to still fill that void that's missing of, of alcohol when you, when you hop them at this rate. What is it a,
0: a single malt in the malt bill?
1: Or you uh, have it it, uh, I believe we ended up blending Pilsner malt and two-row. What's uh, the majority? Is it two-row? like most? 50-50. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we actually did. Uh, it was that's I think it was supposed to be all Pilsner malt, and the Pilsner malt didn't show up. Oh, so you had to. Uh, oh, so wow. we ended up doing like one of the full turns with with our you know rar two row. Yeah. Uh, as really, it was just that, and then a little cara Foam, and then the other turn that we did the next day was uh, was all Pilsner malt.
0: So I don't know that I would have liked it if it was all Pilsner malt, but I'd have to think back if I've ever had a pale ale I liked that's it. all Pilsner. I to me, a pale ale is fucking two row. Now, but it, we mentioned mentioned just a minute ago too, like, but Tasty also taught me and some other brewers that like two row with a little bit of pills in there to kind of give it that dryness that I like. Yeah. But in all
1: Pilsner pale ale is not a pale ale, is it? Well, and that's, but I, you know, the concept with, uh, and there's when we get to the other beers, um, you know, two, two of these beers, uh, this one. And I think, uh, the um, the Carlsbad one, were sort of experiments. I mean, not that it's really groundbreaking to to make a lean malt, you know, sure, pale yeah. ale, but but we, you know, the idea was to kind of push the boundaries on that, right? And so okay. as things were getting, you know, more dry, and people are layering in more pills malt, and the malt bills are getting more simplified, it's like, well, let's take the style that that may be mo- the most difficult, right, at, with that approach, and really take it to the extreme and mess with it, yeah, and, and but then see. Is there another way? Because there's some really wonderful things about that really light, lean malt profile. It's just missing the alcohol. Yeah. Is there another way to kind of fill that void than the but way we see, approach it? And, and I'm not trying to. Be, I get that because
0: you're just having fun with it. So, mm-hmm. I'm not, so I'm certainly not trying to be argumentative. <laughs> but, but at that point, then I'm like, oh, it's a hoppy pilsner, but with an ale yeast. Uh, eh, uh,
1: I mean, you know. I don't. Whatever, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I think I think with with. Like with the Pilsner we make, if we're making like a German Pilsner. Yeah. Um, you know, we're using Saphir and Tetanang. And yeah, but that's not a Hoppy Pilsner. You're talking like a West Coast I'm talking about Pilsner. like Pivo, like a West Coast
0: Pilsner. You know, I'm talking about a Hoppy Pilsner. Ah. It, like if you did, I'm just saying, if yeah, you did okay. all Pilsner malt... Yeah. So I'm saying I'm glad you didn't. Okay. I'm glad that your shipper failed you and that this has two row in it. Well, it's probably my ordering, not the shipper. Let's be <laughs> real. <it>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. All that aside, it's a delicious beer. Tell me about the I see the hops. what you're saying, though. But, right, because yeah. now, of course, I'm still making it complex because I'm saying, oh, now it's a hop, Hoppy Pilsner but with the ale yeast, which yeah. makes it not a Javi Pilsner. So right. <laughs> it's apples and oranges, right? Like, okay.
1: Yeah. It's but anyhow. A, it's a lean bodied American pale ale, uh, but we did well, it. Well, it is delicious. Yeah. It, and it really is good. I mean, I.
0: And is it just Cal ale?
1: Then uh, yeah. To Cal- keep it clean? Yeah. Yep. California okay. ale, neutral uh, neutral fermentation on it. Yeah. Um, uh, It's all mosaic in the kettle. Of course uh, Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no hops were harmed in the making of this beer during the boil. <laughs> okay. And so uh, we wait till the end of the boil. Um, we cooled it down. Typically, we'll take our, our cool down steps to about 180, 185 or so. Um, and then add hops. With this one, I think we did take it down colder. Hmm. And because I really wanted to put that same you know load of hops into it, yeah, but um, not have it be as bitter as normal and so we do a cool down step of about 185 with our regular pale ale okay but this one we went like 175 because i wanted to up the hop load but still minimize the bitterness a little bit so uh all mosaic in the kettle and then uh just a a nice charge of uh mosaic and uh galaxy galaxy which which you know for me i've had galaxy years (coughs) ago that was just amazing And the last few years that I've come across it has not really wowed me in the same way. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was actually finally contacted one of our, one of our old suppliers that I really got some good galaxy from Mm -hmm. and, you know, had him shoot me a box. I had just had a couple of boxes from other people that were not good. And so when I was talking to Nick about it, I said, Hey, I got this galaxy coming, um, if I open it and it's not good, I'll call you and we'll figure something else out. But you know, if if it's a, if it's as good as the stuff I used to get from them, like yeah, you know, then you'll take it. Yeah, and so I opened it up on Dry Hop Day, and it was it was magical and nice. Um, it's old school hop, but it's a good y- one. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's like old school, but it's new school, old school.
0: Okay, or old school. New it was school, ahead of its long. time, is what you're saying back y- then.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was the first hop that I mean, when Mosaic first came out, when Citra first came out you know citra and mosaic both were kind of like yeah i mean they changed the game yeah and i think galaxy sort of did that on the southern hemisphere front okay right uh like and that kind of led the way for people you know f- starting to find nelson and you know these other these other hops that are growing down there nectarons the kind of new yeah the new it hop uh down there but i think galaxy was the first one you know it's like oh they're growing hops down the southern hemisphere that's cute Uh, you know and then and then people got some of these early lots of galaxy and was like what the this is crazy yeah um and uh like i said i you know i think the last few years through other suppliers i just hadn't had anything that i you know i think and as they as the acreage grows for these crops sometimes they'll they'll plant small crops they're amazing they try to spread it out to other farms and it's just they change yeah
0: and it's also gone before you know it
1: um, yeah, and so but this galaxy I thought was uh was awesome i'm re- I'm really happy with how this beer turned out.
0: What's well, a delicious beer? I was trying to think uh, of a beer that I could give our listeners that it compares to, but I really kind of can't and uh, to me, it is a cross between a Pilsner and an American Pale ale because it has definitely there there's no real malt sweetness in there mm-hmm. um, but there's plenty of malt. Backbone, uh, which I think is coming from, from the, well, from both, but the Pilsner is backing it up for the amount of hops that you put in there. And I can't really think of a comparison pale ale right now that I'd like to give our, our listeners. Can you think of something that, that you,
1: that it tastes like to you? You probably find a good West coast uh, Pilsner. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but it is more it is more pale ale. I mean, I was trying to make fun of you for that, but it's not. It's definitely a pale ale. Like if I first of all, and I don't have the cameras on here today, but it is very light in color. It's a yellow beer. It's a straw colored yellow pale ale, which I tend to like very, very much. Uh, And pale ales, by the way, I think we talked about this at the release party. The color can really at least West Coast pale ales nowadays, if you read the BJCP guidelines, I guess it would give you a specific like straw yellow to copper. Like it something. goes anywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. And this one is straw yellow, right? Yeah. And, that, and, that, uh, and I like the gamut, by the way. I I'm not saying that a that a copper or, or amber colored pale ale is too sweet or any I don't think it has much to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is definitely on that light straw colored side.
1: And that and that was part of, you know, our approach was like, you know, we wanted it to have that really light, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, appearance. And then like, okay, if that's, if we want it to look like that, what can we do to kind of get the flavor in line with, with what we want it to taste like as well?
0: Yeah. Well, I think you nailed it. And you, you made a, you, I think you made the type of pale ale that we like to drink is what you're. You know, as you describe, I described it, and you're like, "Yep, I agree with that. Yeah. That's the type of failure <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. drink." And you guys did it. All right, and that collab is with Humble Sea, right? Yep. Just so everybody knows, Down in Santa
1: Cruz, down in Santa Cruz,
0: you can get it right now at the Hop Grenade and probably other various accounts uh, around the Bay Area and Liquid Gravity, and you can buy it in cans here too. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we've got three more collaboration beers to try. All of them IPAs. So depending on how long this show goes. That whole statement I made about drunk for 10 days in the beginning could be true. <laughs> Make today. it 11. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're here on the session with Liquid Gravity Brewing <laughs> Company, and uh, we're trying more of their collaboration beers from their Welcome to California series, which I'm I'm enjoying. I've been enjoying for a week now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we just talked about the pale ale from from Humble Sea. Uh, that that collaboration with Humble Sea and we've got two IPAs in front of us now and i get confused about one of these styles um which i think i messed up even at our our first release so the first one we're going to try is a west coast IPA that you did with with Casa Agría mm-hmm. but before that, we talk about that style that, messes yet no nope, it's confusing it's the one you did with Burgeon <laughs> uh, who and i by the way shout out to Anthony at Burgeon just an awesome dude um this one's called a Juicy West Coast IPA. And this, that's where I get confused because now that all the haze bros are around and at my bar and I have to serve all that hazy, I mean, I get to serve all that hazy beer. <laughs> um, the juicy part throws me off. Like, isn't juicy usually reserved for hazy IPAs or do I have that wrong?
1: Yeah, well, I, I I think if you think about it in two parts, um, hazy is the physical descriptor. Okay, it, you know when you get the beer, it, it's cloudy. Physically, it, it yeah. physically looks cloudy. Yeah. It's hazy. Okay. Um, I think I think juicy is an attempt to describe the flavor profile. Okay. So, but they're usually attached correct. as well, right? Yeah.
0: Like that's what the haze bros like about hazy beers too,
1: right? Yeah. Is that they're juicy? Yeah, they're low bitterness. Um, you know, big, big, big dry hop and focus on aroma and flavor, but again, really soft water chemistry and lots of wheat and oats and these things to build the body and to build the sweetness of the beer. Um, but you can do that and then ferment it clean and drop out uh, the yeast and okay. have it have it look clear. Um, and but, still have
0: the juicy characteristic.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's ever going to be as – because, you know, the, the the yeast we use to make hazy IPA leaves beers sweeter. I mean, yeah. there, there's more sugar left in them. And so, you know – I like some of those flavor characteristics that that come with with hazy IPA, um, but it's it's fun sometimes to you know take that approach, but then use a Ale yeast and uh, you know drop it clear, yeah, um, and prove that it can be clear and still juicy. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay, all
0: right. And by the way, all four of these collaboration beers are clear beers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and they they'll, they'll, they always will be. But you make hazy beers at Liquid Gravity,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, one of our, we only have like you know really four beers that we make year round. Um, the Liquid Gravity IPA, uh, Miami Heist, which, which is, is a hazy, yeah. Liquid Miami, Gravity yeah. is a clear West Coast. Um, uh, 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 Miami Heist was, is the hazy double IPA, yeah. Um, and then we do a you know a pilsner, um, crispy life. Oh, and Pale from the Crypt is a regular. In the rotation, but it's also clear. Also clear. So why do you? But we do a lot of one-off hazies as well.
0: Then why do you say that the the collaboration beers, the Welcome to California, will always be hazy? This is no, I'll be always be clear. Uh, Sorry, always be clear. My fault.
1: Because this is the West Coast, and this is Welcome welcome to California. I said you (laughs) You want to stay West Coast. Yeah, that's where you know that's where we're at.
0: So the
1: four brewers then did did they get to pick their own style? A so beer to brew with you? We, uh, n- no. Uh, right. w- it was the Wheel of Death this year. Okay. And so we actually had a little wheel that we spun. Um, I picked a name out of the hat for the brewery and then spun uh, for the style that they'd get. Okay. Um, and, you know, one of them was Juicy West Coast. Uh, one of them was the, all, all the beers that we made. The wild card in there was that I did have, like, one triple, e, uh, triple IPA sliver on the, uh, uh, okay. on the wheel. Uh, and, I you know... Uh, they're they're great, but I I'm not going to drink a bunch of triple APA. Yeah, a yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's tough to put in a 16 ounce can. Yeah, but uh, I, I did want the you know the sort of drama that it could happen. <laughs>
0: but uh, and but you okay, and so you also other than that, you did sort of stack the deck. Like it's not like you put Hefeweitz in or right. or like um, uh, what do they call? there's these pastry stout like that wasn't all west
1: coast okay so it was just a matter
0: of which awesome style everybody got yeah except potentially this yeah
1: (laughs) yeah which they're great i just i'm not going to drink a bunch of 11 percent triple ipa yeah yeah Um, i might tonight yeah (laughs) other than that that, that's just to get over yesterday but i i have had some you know i've been thinking about this a little bit and it's like uh i think what could be fun too would be just to pick single west coast ipa Everybody, uh, right, the four four collaborating brewers next year, everybody will brew a straightforward single West Coast IPA. Uh Um, And essentially, each brewery would submit their own recipe instead Mm -hmm. of kind of collaborating, working together. I was like, hey, you've had our beers. You're welcome to ask me any questions about the recipe of any of our beers to get a baseline to understand, like, what our brew house, uh, how it produces beer, and then to have the brewers actually just Produce their own recipe. Okay, uh, we brew it, and then and then the big release party can also become a little bit of a competition, sort of fun where people like Cause pick their the favorite because it's all the same style. Yeah, and we, and I thought about doing that, you know, this year, but it's like I don't know if it's fair to you know have a pale ale compete against a double IPA. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, uh, anyways, right? Just just kind of thoughts the moving forward. But this year was the the hat pull for the brewery, and then I spun the wheel. And stacked the deck to make sure that we'd get awesome West Coast-style uh, hop-forward beers.
0: Okay. So the one in our glass in front of us now was a collaboration with Casa Agria, which they're out of San Diego? Uh, Oxnard. Right? Oxnard. Okay. Like the like the ghetto San Diego. <laughs> uh, so all, all the surf, none of the cool. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I'm, from, uh, I'm from
0: California. I'm allowed to make fun of all yeah. of California, by the way, so... You, you listeners, you don't get to make fun. I do.
1: Yeah, and Costa Gria is, is, is one of our Southern California breweries. So yeah. um, as you're going down kind of towards L.A., uh, they're like between Santa Barbara and L.A. Yeah, it's yeah. right next to Ventura. Okay. Um, yeah, and Eric. And Eric, they got West Coast IPA. Yeah. It's stop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was honestly straight the, up. the easiest like, thing to come up with. I, I think we actually did uh, uh, blend some Pilsner malt in with the two-row with this as well. Um, but you know, when I talked to Eric about it, um, that's a good beer. Do you he, filter this beer? We don't filter anything. No. It's so crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. So West coast. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. hella West. That coast thing is, is hella want West. To say coast. About it. Yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, when I talked to him about this one, it was like, Hey, let's not try to get too cute here. Like we got single West coast IPA. Let's try to make what we consider, um, you know, sort of, uh, the modernized version of this really classic and iconic style and so it's you know really simple malt base little dextrose to dry it out um you know water chemistry balanced towards the gypsum side to help the hops punch a little bit um you know big uh we did put a little bit of a bittering addition uh i, I believe it was actually a first wart edition okay um and then uh you know big whirlpool that we also did the cool down step on of what what's the up uh, I'd have to look back. I could probably guess that it's mosaic. And um, there's got to be some
0: mosaic in there. So just let me say this. I said it at the release party, too. I just I haven't released that audio yet. But uh, Brendan does not. I want to say does not know how, but it's more. <laughs> it's more that he refuses to make an IPA or potentially a pale ale, probably, too. But mostly an IPA absolutely refuses to not have mosaic in it. And he's tried. He's actually tried. He's yeah. attempted I mean, you, to do it. Yes. But then at some point in the brew, he finds himself compelled to go find a bag of mosaic and still throw it in the well, well,
1: in here, the beer. Where, yes. Your
0: staff even
1: asked. I know. Well, okay, here's the deal though. Okay, they already know <laughs> <laughs> that this is they already know Are you sure you don't Hold want on. To, to be fair to, to be fair. Fa- fa- to, fa- to be fair. Fa- to
0: be fair. Fa-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I, I often go in with the intention of not using it, and that's what I'm saying. And they'll and I mean, first of all, have you had Mosaic? It's fucking awesome. Right, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Of course, like, but you know,
0: come on, don't be a one-trick pony.
1: <laughs> I mean, He's no. the best
0: one-trick pony. Though. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. I would argue that the mosaic is the pony. Okay, you can yeah, you can teach yeah. it to do tricks, but with, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but without it, you yeah. don't even have a fucking pony. There's man. no there's no circus. There's yeah, no, there's no, yeah. no nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah. But because my no staff rodeo. knows that, I'll go I'll go into this going, uh, hey, we're gonna do this. Uh, in fact, <laughs> the the Ryan's uh, here from Ghost Town. The beer we were we we were gonna make uh, that we did make a few months ago uh, was gonna be uh, an all Strata beer. It was uh uh yeah. killer strategy, right? Or was that okay. was that the one we made? I can't remember. No, we did the Nelson one. It was the uh Nelly of the Beast. Nelly of the Beast. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh and it we weren't gonna put any mosaic in it, I think. And then at the last minute I did. <laughs> uh and you know <laughs> nice. it's yeah, but because they know that, it's almost like they egg me on. They'll go, Hey, yeah. are you sure you don't want to put any mosaic in there? <laughs> right, yeah. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be fun. I mean, well, is there like is there like a loose bag? You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. it's like. Well, if you ask me long enough, eventually, yeah. Right. I like. Well,
0: all they had to do is like mention it once. That's probably whatever. <laughs> okay, listen. Also, I'm not mad at your <laughs> decisions. Uh, I, I, Mosaic is fantastic. You're 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 right about everything. I do just find it funny. And by the way, you're probably not the only brewer like this. I like that you just self No, everybody making good beer. You, yeah, you <laughs> self-admit. You're like, oh, an IPA without Mosaic is just not an IPA. Well, and,
1: and before that, it was Simcoe, right? Like, when back when, sure, when Pliny yeah. was in its heyday, and even, like, Citra hadn't even come out yet. It's yeah, like, Simcoe, yeah. if you made a West Coast IPA without Simcoe back then, like, it, it, what what are you doing? Yeah, And I think Mosaic has kind of become that hop. Um Okay.
0: So this has mosaic,
1: and then what yes, else? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, no, uh, it's okay. Well, just... and we 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 did have uh, we had a little plan to we were going to try to use some uh, um, the incognito, which oh, yeah. is that like kind of liquid lupulin. Yeah. Um, and I had gotten some of that in, but again, more of an ordering issue than a shipping issue. I so think.
0: that did so that's not in the
1: beer. Uh, no, and and we've used it. We've used it um a, a couple of different ways. And I think you can get a really resiny character out of that stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, Eric had just used some, I got some, it, it, we, it may have actually even showed up on time. I think, you know, the more we just thought about it, it was like, I just want this thing to be like the best example, the best foot forward, like as though it's something that we are entering into a competition for the, like the best West coast IPA that we can make. Yeah. Right. Like, let's do that. That means like all the stuff that, Hey, maybe we want to experiment or try this and that like. Let's save that for another time. Like, let's just make yeah. this the best West Coast IPA we could. Okay. Uh, but we did blend are in. Are you going to tell me about everything you didn't put in the beer? Yes. I'm getting there, Justin. <laughs> I'm getting there. Uh, but we put a little, uh, we put a little Nelson in. And then okay. both Eric uh, and I are uh, big fans of um, uh, Enigma. Oh, yeah. And really the only place that we separate is that he will just, he, he loves it. He'll throw a bunch of it in. Okay. And it's a it's a it's a. I love the hop, but uh, I, you know, I I like to use it more as kind of an accent hop. Yeah, a little, uh, sp- little sprinkle because a little bit of it goes a long way. So I feel that way about Strata, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm like a not all Strata beer, mm-hmm. just a little. That's a sprinkler. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think our Strata beer had a little mosaic in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, of it, it did, but it yeah. was delicious. Yeah, um yeah. But uh, but both of us really love that hop. And we just got some new Nelson that um, I think was really good. Okay. And so it's, you know, Mosaic has kind of become the sort of staple West Coast hop right now. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Nelson was kind of like the new school hop that came out that's not old school, but it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's sort of, uh, I mean, it's been around a few years. Yeah. Um, And Enigma is a little newer on the market. I think it's probably been out. Three or four years. Mm. Um, first beer I actually had with Enigma was Enigmatron from Faction. Great and beer. It's a great, and it's a hundred percent Enigma.
0: Yeah. 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 Um,
1: but you know, I think if anybody has access to that beer or is able to get it, that one really showcases like what that hop is. Um, and I think that can you I love just, it. Can you describe
0: like, it a little bit to me? To me, cause I couldn't pick it out of a beer. Like I wouldn't have been able to go, Oh, that has Enigma in it. Mm-hmm. But Thinking of Enigmatron from Faction, and then tasting this, there's a little bit of sweetness from it, and it's hop sweetness. It's mm-hmm. not like this is a dry West Coast beer, mm-hmm. you know it through and through. But there's something in the
1: flavor yep. that's just a little tiny bit of sweetness. Is that Enigma? Do you think? Uh, y- yeah, I think it. Um, you know, I think that that hop sweetness is sort of a, a a character that I don't I don't know if it's necessarily hop specific. Like, oh, it comes from Enigma or Mosaic. Like I used to call it Simcoe sweetness. Okay. It was like yeah. when you get a little bit of that, like sort of candy, like that's just, it's just like a candy. Yeah. 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 And, but then it beer feel, still finishes really yep. dry. Yeah. Um, but I, I, always looked at Enigma as having a lot of the classic kind of signature, um, Southern hemisphere characteristics. So it's like, it's, it's super fruity and it's very punchy and pungent. Uh, but there's a little bit of this kind of earthy resiny thing that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and yeah. I think Galaxy has the same thing. Uh Nelson has the same thing. Uh they they all obviously have their own sort of, you know, um section of the flavor wheel when you when you when you talk about those specific hops. But yeah, there's that earthy too. Yeah, there's a and th- that's that kind of signature southern hemisphere thing. It's like this sort of earthy, very, very fruit forward um, you know, hop. And uh I think Enigma is on the on the more aggressive part of sort of all of that yeah um which is why in my opinion you know it's it's a really wonderful accent hop now i still like it when it's you know punching you over the head and and it's just you don't it, mind all too much your it, face. Yeah. no yeah. i don't mind it at all but i but i i i've, I've seen other people where i have like you know have a beer like oh my god you've got to try this yeah and they try it they're like oh uh hmm a little too much and i'm like you don't like like i love it um, What's different about
0: this West Coast IPA than Liquid Gravity West Coast IPA?
1: Um, we do put a little sprinkle of crystal malt in uh, Liquid Gravity IPA. I think it's right. one, it's one percent. Uh, we also put some Vienna in, in Liquid Gravity. Okay. Um, so the the even though but we also put more corn sugar in Liquid Gravity. Okay. And so we dry Liquid Gravity out even more on the extreme. Mm-hmm. But then there's some malt little flavor components
0: there. And the corn sugar, to me, not just dries up, but also adds that little bit of, like, malt sweetness at the end, too.
1: Uh, it Yeah. Well, I think I think the alcohol adds sweetness. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. So if yeah. you were to take a beer that uh, is whatever gravity that doesn't have any corn sugar in it, yeah. that's missing the alcohol, I think the alcohol adds sweetness. I mean, if you okay. were to, like, if you just look at the viscosity and texture of, like, vodka, it, it has uh, a lot of, like, you know, kind of sweetness and body um, that it, it's it's the reason double IPAs always seem sweet, yeah. Uh, and we did, you know, with this beer, liquid gravity is you know right hovering around that seven percent ABV. and so this one is a little higher in ABV, um, and we a little less corn sugar in this one, and so that means the starting gravity is a little bit higher. Hmm. Um, uh, but they're, you know, uh, we also did a cool down whirlpool on this one, and okay. liquid gravity IPA gets the full. 212 turn the flame off big addition right after i see um we do what we did sort of borrow from, not borrow from it but that that that's one of the big similarities is that a lot of the modern west coast beers that we make are like whirlpool only like mm. no hops go in until the whirlpool mm-hmm. um, but i wanted this one to have a little bit of that old school signature yeah and so even though it's you know big mosaic whirlpool and nelson and uh mosaic and uh um uh, enigma in the, in the in the dry hop um you know we still uh we still put that like 60 minute bittering charge in. and it's not a lot yeah i think it was a 20 uh 23 barrel at end of boil and we probably did like three pounds of uh like warrior at bittering okay well wow. no, we did a first wart instead of bittering but it's that same uh. it's that getting some bitterness up front um but, but that so yeah that, that little component where our our more modern West Coast IPAs are all whirlpool and this one did get a little bit of you know kind of upfront in, in, in the first work.
0: Well I have one it has one massive flaw that I'm, gonna, <laughs> that I'm gonna discuss with you now. Okay. It's way too easy drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it drinks like a pale ale. Yeah. And like and a good and I actually think a good West Coast IPA should drink like a pale ale. It, it it should make you thirsty, not not like leave you cloying and like you don't want something else. So a really good West Coast IPA has that quality, mm-hmm. but the problem is, you know, it's what seven percent, uh, seven two, yeah. Okay, yeah. So fuck that. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's, my, that's, my that's my that's my issue with it because I do, you know, I like to have myself a few pints, yeah, uh, which is probably why pale ale is one of my favorite styles. But this one, I think, really drinks like a pale ale. It has a nice firm bitterness. I'm not saying it's soft. It's not, but um um the drink, but it's still the drinkability super, yeah, yeah it's just still uh, super easy. Which is going to bring us to the next one because, and I haven't tried it yet, um, but the Burgeon Juicy West Coast IPA, if it has the same drinkability qualities but is also juicy, which makes you want to have more, I'm afraid of how much I want the next one, too. Uh, so, t- so this one was with Burgeon who is out of uh, San Diego,
1: right? Yeah, they're in Carlsbad, Carlsbad which kind of yeah. North, North County, San Diego. Yeah. So this is- Shout out to Anthony. Uh, yeah, shout out to Anthony. Um, this is the most interesting of the four. Um oh, right. Um so we really Oh yeah. we really chose. Well, so okay, so let me back up what a little bit. Yeah. Well, hold on. You... I know you can. Beep, I just want the beep, listeners to know beep.
0: there's no video on me, but yeah. I just took a sip and it was like a double take because there's something in there that I can't quite place that made me do a double take and that's why Brennan's like, "Wait, wait, wait, don't talk about it."
1: Um so so what I what I had kind of described as what I would consider a typical uh, you know, juicy West coast, right? Which is just like a little bit of oats, a little bit of, uh, um, you know, wheat, um, higher mash temp, all that stuff. And then we would kind of keep the bitterness low and, and, and dry hop it and brew with it as normal. Um, this one, uh, if anybody has heard of the, um, the new kind of thiol boosted yeast strains, yeah, yeah, um, that are available from a few of the, of the suppliers, um, Berkeley yeast labs here locally. And then, we talked about it. Moxa was on
0: the show a few uh-huh. weeks back, and they had just brewed a beer with this experimental yeast. Yeah, so,
1: and we had done we had done one with our like a hazy IPA strain um, with our you know it's, it's London Three that that has a gene that is. Um, let me back up just a little bit. So the the what these thiols are, is they're sulfur compounds that are responsible for a lot of the you know flavors and aromas in beer and wine. Um, there's a specific um, uh, gene that wine yeast has, though, that's capable of uh, converting this, these thiol precursors mm-hmm. into the thiols. And so, like, where you have Riesling wine and Sauvignon Blanc wine, the grapes don't taste like passion fruit and guava, hmm. uh, but the wine does. And yeah. so it's because the, the, there's precursors in the grapes, and then the, the, the wine yeast... Uh, has a gene that's capable of converting that precursor. I see. And so what they've done, because there are no brewers yeast that have that uh, gene, and so there is precursor in both the um, you know in malt and hops. Um, and so what they've done is they've they've essentially taken a, you know these different strains of brewers yeast and inserted the gene so that they can take the precursor in the malt and the hops and convert it into this um th- in particular i think this one was the 3mh dial of course which is yeah of course right duh <laughs> i mean um, obviously so that's that's the kind of tech talk part of it yeah um and so with that information what we what we wanted to do with this was like push it as far as we could okay like like let's take all the information about how to get as much of that precursor into the into the wort um and then, and
0: then use a yeast that extracts it that Yes. It, okay so you had to choose hops that have the precursor, yeah, and and, the, and in abundance,
1: yeah, and 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 traditionally, you know, the hops that they found to have high levels of precursor aren't necessarily the sexy hops that you know we all make, yeah, IPAs with, yeah, and so they found like Cascade is really high, high. Uh, love that hop. We talking it's great about saus? Not the cause Saw's, cool saws boy, is I another one. I love that hop too. It's a great one. They're too. not the cool. <laughs> They're not I the cool it, hops. But okay. Um, but we found uh, uh, it's a. Uh, Uh, a special lot of Motweka. okay a Um, new zealand hop yep yeah which has already got some you know really interesting kind of flavor characteristics being another one of those southern hemisphere hops Um, but it was described as a super thial lot of Motweka. okay and so i told anthony about it i said you know i'm gonna get you know a couple boxes of that and we're gonna really see like you know how far we can push that Part of this okay and so it's a cal ale yeast strain that has the gene Mm -hmm. um and then we uh you know the most of the studies have shown that mash hopping um is 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 leading to higher levels of precursor in the wort than um than than, than whirlpool or dry hop additions okay and so So whatever conversion is happening
0: in the mash is some sort of enzymatic activity
1: is is carrying and pulling more of those precursors out yeah um and so we, we did a big mash hop uh, with Motueka, um, which is not typical for us on a you know, West Coast beer or, or any beer. I mean, I've done some mash hopping, but yeah, it's, and this was like a, a pretty big mash hop. I think it was around a, a pound per barrel. Wow. Um, and then... How many barrel is your, is your brew house? Is, uh, it's, it's a 20 good. barrel system. We, we usually do 23 to 25 barrels at the end of boil.
0: So you put 20 pounds of hops in the mash? Is that what uh-huh. you're saying?
1: That's a lot of hops. It's a lot of hops. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then uh, we also then first wort. Uh, again, they've they've shown that first wort additions tend to carry more precursor than whirlpool. Okay. Yeah. And so this was the smallest. So Something wor- about these lower
0: temperatures and enzymatic activity happening mm-hmm. between the mash and the first wort is is accentuating these precursors.
1: Yeah. And, and again, I don't I don't have a I don't have a really great understanding of it, but yeah, the yeah. stuff that I've that I've looked at and studied, uh, you know, that's what they're showing. Okay. Um, I, I can't describe why. Yeah. <laughs> but but I can say that people a lot smarter than me have uh, said that that's what happens.
0: I figured it out. Right,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll accept that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so it was like a very, very small Whirlpool edition. Um, and then the dry hop on it, where we would typically be, you know, at four pounds per barrel or higher. Um, or, or, sorry, somewhere between 3.3 and 4.4 pounds per barrel. Um mm-hmm this one is like two. Wow. Um, because they've also shown that these higher levels of dry hopping can actually break down the precursor, whether it's oh, right. being absorbed or, or otherwise breaking down. They're showing less of uh, that compound that, that in finished beer when the hopping rates get too high in the dry hop. So, so basically for a West Coast IPA,
0: you sort of reversed the modern practice, like the practice of the last 10 years, yeah. which is like little to no hops in the beginning. And a billion hops at the end. Right. And this is like a billion hops
1: in the beginning, but not in a way that gets a bunch of bitterness. It was like even. You were like not in the boil, right? So, yeah. So they're more
0: just like steeping. Yeah. They're steep. The hops are steeping in the match, they're steeping in the first wort, and then nothing in the kettle. And then no massive dry hop or whirlpool. whirlpool yeah, there was, we put charge. a we,
1: we put a small amount in the in the whirlpool, but, but not was, a massive yeah, charge no, like uh-huh. you do. Know,
0: so it's really kind of a- backwards.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's like,
0: hoppy as fuck.
1: Yeah. Still, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. And it's
0: it's uh, but it's different the type. So that's why I kind of did this double take. And the first thing, because I was just looking for a descriptor, the first thing that pops in my head is like pine, Mm -hmm. right? And so now I'm thinking of like different English hops. Like I'm thinking of Chinook and stuff like that. Right. But it's not that, Um, but it's not just pine. There's something else I can't quite put my, my finger on. It's a, it's a very juicy, (laughs) as you're going for hop forward flavor with almost zero hop bitterness. Like not, not like a hop bite, Um, but you also know it's hops. Like, Mm -hmm. Whatever this flavor that I can't quite put my finger on, I know it's not the malt. I right. know it's not yeast. I right. I know it's hops,
1: but I but I <laughs> I don't know quite what it is. Yeah, and and you know, after having made a couple of these and then this one where we really went, "Hey, let's just like let's learn something here." Mm. Um like let's let's push this 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 wow. approach as far as we can. And if, you know, uh if I'm being honest, I think that it's a wonderful component to layer in, yeah. But if we were to brew this beer again, I'd, I'd probably put a little bit of a more traditional dry hop in it,
0: yeah. You know, so I it's like I would
1: use that, you know, use that Motweka in the mash. Let's get a bunch of precursor out of that. Let's uh, do a little first wort, small whirlpool edition, and then like hit it with citra and mosaic in the in the in the dry hop, yeah. Because we use more Motweka in the dry be hop because I was really kind of trying to like make sure that everything that went into it had as much precursor as possible because we were really focusing on that part of the the flavor profile. Yeah. And it's but like
0: there's something sort of singular about it.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And that's, I think, and because I'm trying to put my finger on what that something is. And the reason is because it's like the main thing.
1: Right. It's, it's like a, dominant. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So I can see how sprinkling in some traditional hopping would, it's a little, it's almost like a cotton candy. There's yeah. a, There's a little sweetness to it. It's not so sweet that it's cloying or anything. That's why I'm saying it's still a wonderfully hoppy West Coast beer, but it is it's somewhat singular. Like yeah. in other words, whatever thiol, because we we've been saying it plural thiols. Right. I feel like you pulled out a single thiol. Well,
1: and it, it is so. The, it, and I again, I don't. Uh, I I can't speak on it very extensively. I don't know. Uh, but my understanding of it is yeah. that it's that three MH style. It's I one, okay. Yeah. It's the one that's responsible for that, like passion fruit guava, like yeah, in, yeah. uh, in Riesling and Sauvignon Blanc wines. That, that makes sense. Um, and, and, you know, I, again, I think this is the kind of beer though, where I'm like, Oh, like when, when I would do sensory training, you know, I, when I worked at Firestone and they'd pull us up and they'd, you know, isolate these different compounds and yeah. go through that whole thing with you. Like when you really learn like, oh man, this compound is that. Yeah. Like that's when you, you can take that information and apply it to like, your, yeah. To make better beer. Yeah. And so that was really was the goal here uh, was to like, Hey, this thing that everybody's, you know, kind of talking about and, and they're making these, these beers that have all these other things going on also. Yeah. Like let's really isolate, it, isolate it and, and pull it out and try to see what it is. Because I think from here, I'm like, I know exactly how I'd use this. Absolutely. And it could be a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful contribution um, into, yes. into a beer that, that, you know, could use just a little sparkle. You know? Which
0: is great to think about because it's just a great base beer. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, I'm glad you reiterated passion fruit because when I went back and tasted it, I was saying cotton candy. But mm-hmm. actually, fuzzy fruits, mm-hmm. passion fruit, anything with a little peach fuzz on it, that's kind of what it's tasting like, yeah, which has that sweetness. Um, and then, yeah. Add some earthy to it. Add some, uh, you know, probably
1: some mosaic.
0: mosaic? <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm tasting this right now. I'm like
1: mosaic would go great mosaic. in yeah, yeah. there,
0: 100. Like it's, yeah. so, I think it's cool that the yeast and and the hops you chose kind of made this base, mm-hmm. and then you just want to layer on top of it.
1: Yeah, but without yeah. you know without that piece of information, yeah. Uh, and, and and I and really isolating it, it's yeah. like you're kind of shooting in the dark. You know, it's like, okay, I've used these hops before and we use this yeast to pull it out. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But but there's still so many other things at play. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate, you know, being able to try like, okay, this is really what that thing is on its own. Yeah. Without any noise. Uh, uh, other than Motueka. I mean, Motueka is the other part of the noise, but again, it's kind of a singular yeah. um, thing and it's, it's easier to sort of... Or it's at least getting sort of outplayed by the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I gotta take a break. But what's the what's this experimental yeast? Can can people get this yeast
1: now? Or, or? I don't know if it's available to home brewers. But it is
0: Berkeley Labs or something. Right? Uh, oh, no, even pro brewers so who are listening. Yeah, yeah so well,
1: Berkeley Yeast Labs is the one okay. that we've used for um the the London three strains called so London Tropics. Ah, that's uh, not this one. That's not this one. Oh. Uh yeah, this one is uh Omega. Omega. Okay. Just uh-huh. want yeah, because people are yep.
0: listening, they hear all this, and then if they can't do anything with it. Right, so. and what's for, right, yeah. So check out Omega if you want to look at this and just ask them for like the super thiol yeast, basically.
1: Yeah, and they have, uh, again, I think even Omega has a, a Cal Ale version, uh, a, a London 3 version, so they've got a couple different ones of it
0: oh, yeah. Okay. All right, we're going to take a real quick break, and when we come back, we've got one more beer to try, and it's from one of my favorite breweries here in the East Bay. I'm reluctant to say so, because the fuckers didn't show up for my show, and I don't... Steve, I'm talking to you. I don't mind calling you a fucker because I know you and I love you and I love your beer. And I wish you were here to talk about it. But we're going to talk about that double IPA, save the best for last or the asshole list for last. I don't know. (laughs) You describe. Uh, We'll be right back right here on the session. Welcome back to the program. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us. Somebody's squeaky chair is amazing. Right at the, right at the, right at the. Did I get it? No, nah, it'll be fine. I'll be able to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners you won't know. even know what I'm laughing at.
1: I feel like from sessions yeah. in in the past, I, remember, I always remember you hearing that. I know, but, that. I figured,
0: but I learned how to get it out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know back then. It's always there, but I learned recently how to get it out. Yeah, so. Uh, all right, we're still hanging out with Liquid Gravity Brewing Company. We got one more collaboration beer to try uh hey first i I just want to remind you to check out our friends over the 21st amendment go to 21st-amendment.com you know my good friend sully and he's been a supporter of this show for so many years they make great beer and uh they got two places you can check out of course there's 563 second street just uh two blocks from uh it used to be at&t park now it's oracle park giants park um shit how the giants doing right now they're playing the dodgers uh, let, let's do a quick uh
1: duck the fodgers
0: should we do a quick uh a score update uh, traffic and weather on the nines <laughs> um let's see the Dodgers are beating us four to it's over they beat us four to two so that sucks but you can still go to the 21st amendment and have yourself a good beer and drink away your sorrows like I would do or you can go to their san Leandro brewery and tasting room and uh yeah check them out they're 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 good friends and they're good people and they make good beer all right, so the last beer that we have in front of us is a collaboration that you did with uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, East Bay breweries, Altamont. Um, so, <laughs> can, you get that, like, can you take that one out that, too? I hate that, <laughs> that sound I can't get rid of. We're just throwing things around here. Now, there's a trio of breweries that I'm in love with in the East Bay, all right? And it's Altamont, Ghost Town, an original pattern. Pretty, three pretty good choices there. We've Today, we went to two uh, of three of those. Mm-hmm. And we didn't go to Altamont because they didn't come here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Altamont is honestly one of my favorite. And I don't know if you guys get like the same hops. I don't know what it is the three of you do. <laughs> but there's something about the hop. If I'm going to drink IPAs, it's always from one of those three breweries. I bet
1: they all use mosaic uh,
0: in, <laughs> heavy, in heavy quantities. You know, it's that, and it's also, they all use, and I don't know if you guys get it from the same place or what, but they all also use Nelson, yeah, right? Yeah. And, I, and I've just grown to love Nelson. Now, you described Nelson in the last beer we tried as like this kind of earthy thing, and for me... What I love about it from you guys, and again, it always matters like what lot of hops you get, but what I love about it from you guys is like the diesel and yeah, dank like pe- that comes petroleum, out. Petroleum,
1: diesel, dank,
0: yeah, fruit. Which, I, And I've said this on the show a hundred times, so forgive me. Uh, I used to hate it. I used to hate diesel and dank. And mm-hmm. now there's something about it that I really like. And it's you three that just do it so well. And um, anyhow. So we have an Altamont collaboration beer, and mm-hmm. they uh, they scored on the Wheel of Death, the Double IPA. Mm-hmm. Right. So tell us about this beer.
1: Yeah. So uh, when Steve and I first started talking about this, um, he he brought this up kind of um, unprovoked. Was that you know he has this um, this approach where he likes to put a little bit of crystal malt in uh, in these in these beers to to kind of reinforce that hop sweet character and you know the c word is kind of a bad word in brewing right now uh with with ipas where they really don't want um you know brewers don't want the beers to be cloying and sweet and heavy and so they uh you know in in that if you put too much crystal malt in your beer um they go that way pretty pretty quickly and so I, i when steve shared that he likes just a touch of crystal malt um, to help kind of reinforce that hop sweet that hop candy sort of character yeah. I, I you know I told him I was like, Dude, I feel the same way, and not all of our beers will do that with, but I think as a as a tool um to really pull some of that out it it can be really beautiful. I think it's um, a good
0: and one of my favorite doubles on the planet is from them it's it's juice above the clouds, and I think it has that same thing it has mm-hmm. a certain sweetness, but the sweetness goes. It's intertwined with the hops. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it's not just
1: sweet. You don't pull it out as a like, cause everybody thinks it's sweetness from the malt and that's cause that's, you know, the alcohol and the malt are sort of what provide the yeah. the sweetness in the beer and the, the hops provide the bitterness. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to use, uh, to use the malt in a way where it, um, you know, um, it promotes that sort of candy like character mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the, even though the hops provide the bitterness, um, The aroma and flavor compounds that are pulled out of those hops um, are, you know, are like fruits that themselves are sweet. Yeah. And so if you're getting a a, a mango character out of a particular hop or a guava or a, you know, any tropical fruit or, or citrus, there's a there's a sweetness that your brain associates with that fruit. Yeah. And and a really wonderful way to kind of accentuate that um that character in the hop because the hop itself doesn't really have sweetness yeah um is to use uh, something and, and it's a crystal malt in a very small amount um to accentuate that and so this one is i think it's a caramel from simpsons which is like a 15 level bond uh crystal malt and w- at what percent At one percent one percent but the difference between one percent and zero percent like you would yeah. taste it. You wow. for sure, the beer would percent very differently. Okay. Like you'd pick them out in a triangle test, I, wow. I believe every time, uh, which is why, you know, you, but that's, you have like you, 2% would like double that yeah. character, right? Interesting. And so and on 2% your system, that's like a bag, right? Is it It's like we're half a here? bag. Oh, it's not even a bag. That's crazy. It's like half a bag. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's like 27 pounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the, the grist, the grain load in the, it's probably. You know, close to 3,000 pounds. So I've had brewers come in here and say like, yeah,
0: we ain't fucking around with half bags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. We're just going to, if it's a, if we're going to add a malt, it's at least a bag. But mm-hmm. you think, you just said I've, if you doubled that amount, so so yeah.
1: a bag would be 2%. It's the only bag other than, or the only grain other than crystal malt that I don't use in full bags. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. use a half a bag of Vienna. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to use two and a half bags of Vienna. But I'm not this gonna, crystal is something else. Yeah. In fact, I've taken that even, I've really tried to kind of find the line where I like it. Um, our our West Coast, our single West Coast IPA, Liquid Gravity IPA is 20 pounds. Okay. Um, it's, in, it's like, wow. at least at a half bag, it's like, okay, use half, then you use the other half. Yeah. But I, I feel so strongly about, you know, <laughs> these like seven and a half pounds mattering yeah. in this 3,000, you know, or to a 1,500 pounds uh, of grain per turn um yeah like seven and a half pounds still matters wow um and so but yeah but when he when he had told me that that he feels that way i'm like dude this is perfect because like i feel the same way and and it's even weird to talk about it because everybody is just on this very like anti yeah because it was crystal malt was responsible for the really sweet Sort of oxidized flavors that were
0: yeah, but people were putting it in in 10, five, 15. ten, fifteen. Yes, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay, and and you know, crystal forty, like yeah. dark crystal sixty, and they're using them at you know five, ten, fifteen percent. Sometimes it's like um, this is a crystal fifteen level bond. Uh, and by the at way, if you don't know,
0: like those were those. It, it, just in case you're sort of new, or maybe so young that you didn't have uh, IPAs in in the in the nineties and early two thousands. They basically turned people off from craft beer after a while. At first, they were like, oh, my God, this beer has so much flavor. But the flavor was sugar, like, for right. a while. So this massive reversal happened in the later 2000s, right, like the, the, the 2010, where people were like, they just did this reversal. Everything that's wrong with an IPA is a crystal malt mm-hmm. or a sugar or whatever, which wasn't, it was a massive overreaction. Well, right? and,
1: I, and I think if you look back, like, uh, I always talk about, you know, hops back in the day kind of being, um, brewers felt like they were in a bitterness arms race.
0: Yeah. yeah right. Yeah.
1: And so it was like, everybody's trying to one up each other with the the more bitter beer. Uh, you know, Stone was just trying to make beers as bitter as they could. And, yeah. And uh, Green Flash was making Pallet Wrecker, where they were mashing in with pre, like, wort that already had hops in it. Um, it, you know, and I think, you know, to try to balance that out a little bit, it's like, Oh, well yeah. now these beers are so gnarly. Like, well, let's make like the little crystal malt will help balance it out. And now you've got too much of both of those things and yeah, that's not right. a good drinkable beer. Right. And I think that's part of where, uh, you know, the bad rep for crystal malt came from is that people were overusing it to try to balance out these overly hopped and overly bitter beers. Sure. They're going, well, now these are just gross. Yeah. uh, So we're going to blame both. You know? And like, we didn't ki-
0: know. It was like, oh, if you're going to have that many IBUs, you have to have this much sugar. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a, well, that's what we knew at the time. Yeah, totally. But they resulted in these awful IPAs. Yeah, I they mean, did. Honest, they right? were gross. Yeah, we liked them for like five minutes. Yeah. And then we we're like, God, what happened?
1: And because yeah. of that, like, it's like rubber band effect, you know, on that snapback, people are like, oh, like zero crystal yeah. malt. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I, he- I will hear brewers sometimes, like, as this point of pride, like, oh we don't use crystal malt. It's like, well, yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, well, let's not stand I on that. I don't, pack.
1: I don't use it a lot either. Uh, but the, yeah. the one or two places I choose to use it, it works It's very calculated and yeah. it's in, it's in a really small amount and it can add something really wonderful, um, to a portfolio of beers that otherwise would taste very similar. Right. You know,
0: uh, okay, like So, he- brewery listeners, don't get all crazy with Brendan's advice here. I swear. <laughs> just remember that he said 1%. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Let's, just, don't go, let's not go insane. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, don't 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 come up to me at a festival. And be like, oh, crystal malt guy! Like no 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 no. Yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. You know, I think that San Diego Brewers and Vinny saved the West Coast IPA style absolutely yeah. by toning down the that, that crystal mm-hmm. right, and and not going just create yeah, just toning it down because there were a bunch of by the way also West Coast brewers who were making those sweet crystal malt IPAs. Yeah, and, so,
1: and and I think those beers are what led people to go. Oh well, getting rid of them almost completely made these beers a little too. Yeah. You know, they they made them so much better. Yeah, getting okay, rid of it yeah. completely. Yeah, it's gonna make the best. And yeah. and don't get me wrong, we make uh you know our mo diggity. Uh, is like two row and a little bit of corn sugar. It's sure, sure. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, most of the modern IPAs that we're making uh, don't off, even often have don't have any. Set. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but a double like this, I think it can help enhance that kind of candy like sweetness. Yeah.
0: So now that we've tasted through all four, not only my favorite, but the one that I would have as a nightcap, but and that's obvious because it's the big one. Is this double? Mm-hmm. Is this double? And by the way, it's the same as I do on on most nights that I'm going to have a nightcap. I'll drink Altamont's Juice Above the Clouds, which is their double IPA. That's my nightcap, which yeah. is a nine yeah. percent double or whatever. You know, that's a that's a great finisher. And so is this of the collab. I think that the order that we tried them in right now to, uh, on this show Was is exactly how I would drink the four pack. Yep. Um. And and I would drink the whole four pack in a night. Just yeah. So, you and know. just
1: and uh, I think the other component of that too. Um. And we talked a little bit about water chemistry and sort of how that plays into. Um, you know, really affecting the presentation of these beers. Yeah. Um, is that because I knew this was a double IPA, and I knew that you know we're putting a little bit of crystal malt, we're sort of enhancing that um sweet flavor profile of the hops. Um, we punched pretty hard with gypsum here. Okay. And so, which is why you get that sweet flavor, and I think why you said like you know this is one of your favorite of the four pack and the one you would end the night with and kind of your nightcap. Yeah. Is that there's that like there's that little prickly minerality at the end of the sip that like takes that big bold flavor yeah and it like scrubs it off um and without that um you know then i think the beer can become cloying yeah and so again it's like looking at all of the components and saying okay well we're gonna make this double ipa that we want to accentuate the sweetness of the hot profile with just the of crystal malt well okay but you better handle that on the back end of the sip with some water chemistry and so it's and it all really did Come together, I think, pretty beautifully. Um, yeah, on this beer, so
0: it's a great beer, it's a fantastic beer. All of them were good. Thank you for letting the Brewing Network participate in the in the release. I'm looking forward to next year. I'm looking forward to enhancing the Brewers Olympics. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just posted on our Brewing Network Instagram today about two thousand times a uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> a video <Yeah. laughs>
0: of the Brewers Olympics. We fixed it, I think. Uh, so. Um, And I've got some more video that I'm going to piece together so you can see that too. And I think we're going to do this Brewers Olympics uh, even more every, every single year. So thanks for letting the Brewing Network be a part of that and the release and here at the Hop Grenade. You can come to the Hop Grenade and try all four beers, probably at least uh, through uh, this week. Uh, plus, we've got some four packs that you can take home. So come here and do that. The, the last thing I want to do uh, before we go is uh, I, I want to give a shout out and, a, and, a, and I want to give some love to our friend uh, Bags, uh, Anthony uh, Bags, uh, Bagdasarian, um, who is uh, he's with there does not exist now. And Anthony's a good guy. And uh, he finds himself in the hospital right now uh, having some issues, having some um, some organ failure. It's 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 a serious thing. And uh, we want to give a lot of love to him. He's got a lot of friends and fans in the industry. And uh, this is an industry that really kind of sticks together. So when we find out something like this, we pull together. There's a GoFundMe page for him already. You can go to GoFundMe.com and search Let's Help Bags, B-A-G-S. We call him Bags. And uh, he's just the, one of the sweetest guys that you'll, you'll ever know. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he, we, we wish him well. Uh, we're hope uh, we got some good news today about how he's doing, but he's got a he's got quite a road uh, ahead of him. so I want you to give your your good thoughts to bags. Uh, he's a young man uh like you know like us we're like, young right? Are we so yeah, young you're youngish,
1: okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just shaking his head. Yeah, no, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> he's a young right. person, um, and uh, you know, no one,
0: no one deserves to uh, uh, have to go through what he's going through right now. So he's, he's. We just want to give our our, our good thoughts to him. And if you have it in you, if you've got the means, you know, um, even with medical insurance, when you end up kind of laid up for a while or even at all. Especially right now, costs they they really add up. So uh, a GoFundMe is just a great way for people to help out. So go search "Let's Help Bags" on GoFundMe, and even uh, even just
1: even sharing the page, like you know, yeah, like everybody has this network of people that you know that's not connected to this other network. So every time one person shares it, right, and maybe someone else shares it, right, uh, it it can really help reach a bunch of people that wouldn't otherwise. Uh, have seen it and nobody deserves, difference. you know, the the help uh uh and support of the beer community more than Bags. We well, love yeah.
0: him. Bags is a good guy. Uh and and the beer, by the way, the beer is so wonderful. We just started serving there it does not exist here in the last year and um not that that's part of his health situation, but I just, you know, he's really a part of the community and and he works at a brewery that that, that, that that's just wonderful and uh he's a good dude. So, search Let's help Bags over on GoFundMe, and uh, let's do that. And Bags, uh, if, you, if you ever get to hear this, when, if, you know, if everyone ever plays my stupid podcast for you <laughs> when you're all done, we love you, and we're wishing you well. And, uh, yeah, we just want good things for you, man. All right. Hey, Liquid Gravity, thanks for being here with us, uh, Brendan and Celeste. It's just so nice to hang out with you all the time. Um, I'm glad that we had a show to do. It kept it made it, us behave it, ourselves today a little bit, right?
1: It made me check my brakes after the three <laughs> the three mimosas and the Bloody Mary. I'm like, okay, slow yeah. down. I don't
0: know what you're talking about. None of that happened. We needed that for sure. I didn't fall on my face today. Yet, yeah, the night's still young. The night is There's still young. Right it's, only, it's only eight o'clock right now. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in, and hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget to support our sponsors, including More Beer. You can go to morebeer.com. Uh, and check them out. Don't forget to check out Beersmith, the best brewing software on the market. Go to Beersmith.com. It's what we use. Oh, you do? You use it at the yep, brewery? Absolutely. Yeah. You get a free 21-day trial. Yep. So you don't even Ryan too, it it. Yeah, Ryan says him, too. It goes down. Oh, it goes down you use it. Yep. Yeah, Brad absolutely. over at Beersmith. And also, he's just a nice person. Check it out. Blickman Engineering. Uh, we have so many uh, wonderful sponsors. Sully at the 21st Amendment. So check them all out and uh, support them because we're not here without it. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves and your beer. The Session is a production of The Brewing Network and brought to you by More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. Find more content and live video of this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brewing network. For sponsorship opportunities and information, please reach out to advertising at thebrewingnetwork.com. To reach our hosts, contact feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com.